welcome back to the Ah Gaming Podcast. The podcast where two best friends talk about video games, nostalgia, and every single rail that we jump off of. My name is Stuart, and as always, I'm joined by the notorious Eduardo. Oh, thanks, everyone. Wow, thanks. I appreciate it. Oh, man. Man. Look at that, look at that crowd. Filmed in front crowd. of a live studio audience. I know, in front of a live studio audience. Thanks, guys. No, yeah. What's up? It's a good day. We're podcasting. It's time. Heck yeah. It's time. Man, I'm excited. It's been a long week. I'm excited to talk about some fun stuff. Me too. Same. I'm done with adulting. I'm I'm done. I quit. I'm just going to be a kid. Yeah, I've been yeah, done exactly. with it too. But let's do this thing. It's going to be a fun yeah, one, yeah. I feel. I feel. I don't know. But I feel it's no, going to no. be a good one. This is going to be our best be one yet. Everyone's the best one yet. Uh, this is true. Everyone is the best one yet. That's it. And then It's only bad if you make it bad. It is only but bad. If you want it to be good, it will always be good. But, but I know it's going to be good because we've actually had people tell us that our podcast is good and that they're actually enjoying it. So that actually made me happy to hear the other day when it's like, I hey, it. I really enjoy your podcast. Um, I listen to it while I'm while I'm doing stuff. So shout out uh, the guy. His name's Jarrett. So shout out to him for listening and um, and being, hey, your podcast is awesome. So shout out to our fan. Hey, hey, shout out. Shout out. Love you as a listener. Absolutely. Keep on listening. And to our Belgian listener, whoever you are. (laughs) Oh, definitely. Yeah. From our Belgian listener, definitely reach out. Hit us up on Instagram or something. Yeah. Love to hear from you. Yeah. Definitely want to hear from you. And uh, how are your waffles? Yes. How are your waffles? How are you? And how are your waffles? Yes. That's all I want to know. Yes. But heck yeah. Definitely appreciate everyone who listens. No matter where you're from, whether you're, you know, in the great state of Texas, in the U.S., or wherever you're from, definitely appreciate it. We just love, you know, have fun every single week talking about video games, nostalgia, and, you know, all those rails we jump off of, as the intro says. So, man, we usually start off with talking about, you know, how the week's been, any Mm -hmm. video games we've been playing. But I know on my side, I haven't played a single video game at all this week. So, mine's a little boring. It's okay, you know. It's okay. It'll get it'll get funner. There, there's a lot. It'll of be games. fun. It's fun. Oh yeah, no, there's definitely some games I want to play, and we can definitely talk about that. There's definitely there's been this week, the last two weeks, three or four games have come out that look phenomenal, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, oh, I've got so much of a backlog right now. Like, I don't know if I want to play this or I want to play this, but now I've got to push all these other games to the side. Yes, like I mean, goes. Starfield's coming out soon. Mm-hmm. which is crazy. You had exactly. Armor Core 6 come out, which looks phenomenal. Exciting. That looks super good. And then there was, oh, I'm having a hard time remembering the name of it. It was the, um, it's a spiritual successor to Jet Set Radio. Um, I can't think. Um, so I haven't, uh, let's see. I'll get it. I'll get it. Bomb Rush Cyberfunk. That's a name. There you go. Yep, that just came out last week, and that looks awesome. Like the same cartoony, like comic booky art style as uh, I mean, as, as Jet Set Radio. It looks really, really cool. But again, I just don't have time right now. Unfortunately, I've got other games to play through that I've already started that I need to finish. Yep. No, you 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 weren't wrong in the in the text that you sent me. Was it earlier today? I believe. Uh, I think I saw it last night. Yeah last night i don't know it all blurs but 
you uh, sent a text, and it's very true that so many games coming out and not enough time. Oh, gosh, I know. Those, those I'm still playing through games hard. that came out at the beginning of the summer. Yeah, I'm still playing a game that came out in 2018, and I haven't been... <laughs> I'm still playing one that came out in 2013 with Deadpool, yeah. so I yeah, get it. Deadpool and obviously Legend of Zelda. It's uh, it'll yeah. all get beat, but it's okay. We will beat the game. When I don't know, it might be on our deathbed. No they'll get beaten, maybe. Oh, exactly. Yeah, you know, we're our final breaths, and we're like, I beat Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. I beat Spider Man. <laughs> no, I'm gonna beat Spider Man as soon as it comes out. I'm oh, going to yeah. be very real about that. Definitely going to yeah. be Spider-Man 2 when it comes out. Super 100%. excited, super pumped for that. It's a it's a it's going to be it's a good year for games. It's it is. Oh, it's I a phenomenal even, year. I even saw a thing uh where they someone interviewed Post Malone and they're like, "Hey, are you going to play Starfield?" and he's like, "Yes, I am going to play Starfield." He didn't say it like that. Um he might have had a few vulgar words in there. But well, definitely uh, Post Malone did up, yeah. Yeah, he, he did it the Post Malone way, but he's uh, definitely going to play Starfield. He said he's excited for it, and even though he's touring, he has a rig set up, so he'll be playing Starfield. So um, he's excited yeah. just like us because he is definitely a huge gamer, which is awesome, and I respect him for it. Love it. But yeah, video games, they're great. Heck yeah. No, absolutely. I just need more time to play them, but... Some phenomenal games to come out in the last couple weeks. Again, like I said, you got Starfield coming out. You've got Mortal Kombat 1 coming out. You got Spider-Man 2 coming out. I mean, this is just some of the amazing games that are still coming out. And it's August. I mean, we still have yeah. four months left in the year. Yeah, you got And some of the best games ever have come out this year. And we still have some of the, hopefully, even better games or as good of games that are coming out for the rest of the four months. I mean, it's... This is an absolutely insane year for video games. Oh, yeah, it is. And my wallet hates it, but I love it. So it's all oh, I love it. I just need more time. Yeah, more time. If I if only I could freeze time to be able to play mm-hmm. video games. But sadly, time doesn't stop and wait for anyone. It's not, unfortunately. And there's so many good ones to play right now. And I mean, there I've been is. hearing Baldur's Gate 3 is incredible, but I definitely don't have time for that. Yeah, I've I've heard about that, too. Yep, I've heard great things. Yeah, it's just, uh, man, being an adult and having responsibility sometimes is lame. But it takes away from video games. What is this? I know, but I have to do it in order to afford to play video games, which is <laughs> that's kind a of, hard balance of life. Yeah, that's it's that balance and finding that balance. If only that's I could it. just play video games and not have to work. But yeah. hey, so what we live in, and maybe it'll happen. You never know. You never know. It'll Let's happen. See. You know, if you want it to happen, it will always happen. Yes, when you wish upon a star. Is that, it. is that how it goes? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Pinocchio somber- said that, right? Yeah, yeah, Pinocchio said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you wish upon a star. Yeah, that's it. Something like that. Yeah, that's how the good the old saying goes. Yeah, but anyways, let's uh, let's talk about stuff. What do we want to talk about tonight? Man, I think, so last week, we were going to talk about 90s cartoons, like, big open umbrella of 90s cartoons we ended up talking the entire hour about nickelodeon which Mm -hmm. was phenomenal we loved it we heard great feedback about it it was so much fun me and ed even talked about it after the podcast for a long time so phenomenal podcast so i'm thinking what we're thinking tonight is to do the the next cartoon of the 90s uh that was massive or the big channel that was out there and that's cartoon network 
You can't go wrong with some Cartoon Network. And also, yes, we are still a video game podcast. Absolutely. For all you sayers that are like, hey, aren't they a video game podcast? Yes, oh, no. we definitely still are 100%. 100%. And you know what? For all you negative Nancys out there, Ooh. I have video game stuff pulled up right now for Cartoon Network. So sit down. Oh, snap. There you go. Calm down. You know, just, just, it's all good. It's all good. And if not, you just can go to life. the corner of shame. Yeah, go in the corner of shame. Join Ed in the corner of shame. Yeah, I've been there twice. We know he's always there. I'm always, I'm always <laughs> in the corner of shame. <laughs> That's I might, it. End, I might end up there before the night's over. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Oh, definitely. Definitely. But, anyways, yeah, Cartoon Network, man. I love Cartoon Network. Um, <sighs> I, it is. For me, great. Cartoon Network is one of my first like memories of watching cable cartoons Mm -hmm. Uh, because i i remember you know going early in the mornings or afternoons after school like 95 96 which is right around the time when the cartoon network really started uh shooting up and i would i mean i'd watch all these old what i loved about it was all the old Hanna barbera cartoons Mm -hmm. that's what i really loved about the original cartoon network because it did Mm -hmm. purchase all that licensing from Hanna barbera and that's kind of what kickstarted the Cartoon Network channel. Oh, yeah. um, but the, I mean, that's the stuff like I used to, I remember sitting there, you know, five years old, six years old, seven in the morning, watching Space Ghost, Birdman, Secret Squirrel, just all these phenomenal, amazing shows from Hanna-Barbera Productions, which was probably, the, it still is the greatest cartoon production studio of all time. Oh, yeah. No, I, I can agree. They make some amazing shows. And as you said, waking up in the morning is like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday and Sunday. You would have the hardest time getting me up. But Saturday mornings. Oh, yeah. I'm up. You better believe I'm going to wake up early to watch some cartoons. Heck yeah, absolutely. I mean, those are the ones like that's what originally, you know, kickstarted my love for cartoons. And I didn't realize that it was cartoons that were from the, the 60s and 70s and even 80s, but mm-hmm. I loved them. Like Space oh, yeah. Ghost, Birdman, those are definitely my jam. Hong Kong Fooey was phenomenal. Uh, Secret Squirrel I loved. Secret and you Squirrel. had all these that were just these old cartoons that they just found a new home for. Mm-hmm. And now you had a new generation like myself that got to enjoy these cartoons, and I still love those. I mean, if those are on, I'm watching them. Hands oh, down. yeah. 100%. Absolutely. I'm- I know, I know I remember back in the when I was a kid during the summer um I would always go with my mom she cleaned houses and I would always go with her normally there was two places I would always on Wednesdays she would go to a house and I would always go with her because one they had a really nice house and they had a really huge those huge box TVs back in the day those right. massive ones um I would go there and I would always watch um Scooby-Doo that was like Every morning, I would just watch Scooby-Doo and whatever else came on in the morning. And then I'd go to the computer, play some, get on the website, play some Cartoon Network games or Nickelodeon, whatever I was feeling. And then I'd go Mm -hmm. back and watch some more cartoons in the afternoon. And then usually I would end it with some like I Dream of Genie or something when it got really going home. Um, And that was that was my summer. And I love it. I miss it. I. I don't know. It's just some great memories of being a kid and just watching those shows. Man, I dream of Genie. We should have talked about Nick at Night more. Maybe we'll have another segment for that. Yeah. Nick at uh, Night was phenomenal. Odd After Dark, Nick at Night edition. <sighs> after Dark. Oh, man. 
Uh, that oh, it should do an after dark. Yeah. Nick and Night, Adult Swim, Adult Swim, the terrible infomercials that aired after Disney Channel stopped airing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You'd be passed yeah, out, you know. and then you'd wake up panicking because it's like the loudest infomercial in the world. <laughs> like Ninja System, Ninja System. Hey, you want some CDs? Man, we got this. <laughs> 60 songs on this on 12 albums for three payments of 49.99 oh and guess what we're gonna throw in a bonus song what was the uh (laughs) was it columbia records that did the six cds for free or something i think so probably yeah with the (laughs) mail-in yeah that's always what i think of oh yeah 100 percent. those are great times (laughs) great times absolutely Break up those terrible, like, fat loss infomercials. And oh, yeah. CDs and uh, Miss Cleo. Oh, yeah. It, it's still funny that even to this day, like, certain channels still have, like, infomercials. Oh, yeah. It's, it's weird. Like, you oh, wouldn't yeah. think it's a thing, but 2 a.m. to about 6 a.m. Yeah, you still have the same infomercials probably that were made 20 years ago, and they're still oh, showing them. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, that that's just what how it was back then. Yeah, you just be passing on the couch and out of nowhere you're like rolling off the couch or bed or whatever because the infomercial just like scared the crap out of you. So heck yeah. Good but anyways, let's let's talk about some shows. Heck yeah, man! I kind of want to start from the beginning stages, like what we were talking about with Cartoon mm-hmm. Network, like the starting points. Yeah, like I remember all of course all the Hanna Barbera cartoons mm-hmm. because that was a. And they and Cartoon Network ended up purchasing, I think, all the rights to Hanna Barbera. So that was a big chunk of what they showed for a while. They didn't have their originals for a little bit after mm-hmm. airing. There's a lot of Hanna Barbera stuff. And another show that I fell in love with that I first saw on Cartoon Network, which is Speed Racer. Oh yeah. Good old oh, Speed Racer. Love Speed Racer. Absolutely love that show. It great anime. Uh Every time it was on, I watched it. I mean, I was even, like, if you know anything about it, I was in Cub Scouts. If you know anything about that with the Pinewood Derby, you make, like, these little, you know, cars out of Pinewood and put wheels on them and race them. And in my first two years, I made the Mach 5 as my car. That's super awesome. I can respect and that. I can respect I mean, that. I mean, my dad was like, what type of car do you want to make? And the car that always came to mind for the first couple of years was the Mach 5. Because hey. it was just an iconic, sexy-looking car, super fast, just awesome. Like, it everything is. you want in, like, like a fast-paced anime car racing, like, the Mach 5 had it. It was a great show. It was just a fun, wacky show. And honestly, that's probably, thinking about it, honestly, that was probably my first introduction to, like, Japanese anime Absolutely. I just didn't realize it at the time. Yeah, me neither. I just thought it was a cartoon, but in reality, yeah. it's it's it was it's it's anime. an old anime. It's an anime. Yeah. It's old, too. It is. When? Let's see. What did exactly did it come? Yeah, who knows? Google. Google always knows. Oh, pulls up the film first. Ugh. Oh, gro- gross. I did see that. <laughs> I know I mentioned it in one podcast. I don't remember what episode, but I had didn't mention it because I was talking about the video game that I had. Oh, yeah. Uh, it says 1967. There you go. Yep. Wow. That is a that like it looks super cool just looking at it. It's very nostalgic just staring at this. 
Oh yeah. I mean, just look at the the car and the characters and the drawing. Like it just for the sixties, it just oozes a swag that you wouldn't see in that time frame. Oh yeah. Like ah, as if you haven't seen Speed Racer, still worth a watch. From being something in the 60s, it's still a really awesome show. Uh, very nostalgic, very awesome, great anime. I think it only aired for a couple seasons, but yeah, great show. I, for, I forgot there were spinoffs. I, I don't didn't watch it, but I, I do remember seeing this Speed Racer, the next generation, 2008 to 2013. Never watched it, but I forgot. I do recognize it, so I forgot there was like... Yeah, other- I think they tried to revitalize it, and you had the film that came out. In mm-hmm. 2008, and that I was uh, that was not very good. Yeah, I but nothing agree. ever got the hype back. Yeah, that I felt like besides when Cartoon Network started airing it, I think it it got some more hype back in that time, and then kind of just fizzled out and became more nostalgia than an actual trend. Hmm. Yeah. No. But I, I like I said, I love just the old Hanna Barbera cartoons. They're great. They're they're so fun. They um, are. But yeah, you have. Scooby Doo, honestly. Uh, what's what's some other ones that I enjoyed? Uh, I watched Jetsons, Flintstones. Oh, definitely. Um, was it was it Wacky Races? Wacky Races. I love Wacky Races. Those were fun too. That one was. I love that. Yeah, I definitely watched that. With uh, Dastardly and Muttley. Dastardly. Yep. (laughs) Heck yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, pretty good. Oh yeah, I'm proud of myself. Yeah, that was actually pretty good. Yeah, you should be proud of yourself. You know what? Yeah. I mean, the fans loved it. We even got the party horn out of it. <laughs> I thought that was definitely worth it. Definitely yeah, worth it. Good. It was good. Yeah, Wacky Races was fun. Uh, that was a great one. What was uh, your favorite of that time frame, Hanna Barbera wise? Oh man, ah oh, crud. Um. I would say maybe top three, even if you can't make one. Let's see. I'd say definitely Scooby Doo because I I just watched Scooby Doo religiously. That was one of my top, like the original. Yeah, the original, the original Scooby Doo. I know. Yeah, definitely the original Scooby Doo. Um, I watched it constantly. So I would go Scooby Doo. Um. I'd also watch a decent amount of the Jetsons. So I'd go, let's, I'll go Jetsons. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I would go, oh man, this is hard. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'll go Tom and Jerry. Okay. Tom and Jerry is good. It is good. But old Tom and Jerry. I know there's new Tom. I think Tom and Jerry. Uh, yeah, they, they did. They they took out a bunch of the fun things that make the violent stuff that make Tom and Jerry. Tom and Jerry. I think it's yeah. not what it used to be. But I would no, say it's not ones that I watched a lot. But all all the old Hanna Barbera cartoons are great. There's not a bad one that I can think of. Um, no, they're they're all the, phenomenal. Yeah, but I'll say those are my top three. What what are your top three? Or Ooh. just favorite in general. Yeah, I don't know about listing them because that's difficult. Yeah. But if I had to go to the ones like right now, if I wanted to put it on and watch it. Ooh. Got a five for sure. Space Ghost is definitely in there. 100%. Love Space Ghost. I'd say Secret Squirrel. 
Oh, that's yep. Can't go wrong with secret squirrel. Uh, the last one's hard. I'm gonna go Hong Kong Fooey. Oh man, I forgot about Hong Kong Fooey. That's yeah. That's can I can I throw in an honorable mention though that we haven't mentioned yet? Let's go on. I'm all about honorable mentions. Okay. Rocky and Bullwinkle. Oh yeah. I for, oh yeah, yeah, I watched yeah. that one too. I forgot. Yeah, Rocky and Bullwinkle. <laughs> great. Yeah. I love oh, Rocky I, and Bullwinkle. Man, that was a good. Sh- there uh, there's just something about those cartoons like they were they were chopped up in smaller, you know, 10 or 12 minute segments. And they usually air like two episodes within a 30 minute block. But there was so much that happened within an episode. Mm -hmm. And the characters they built, whether, I mean, you didn't have a lot of time, even if you watched a couple episodes to really figure out the character, but they built the the cartoon and the episode so well that you Mm -hmm. just figured them out immediately and you were hooked in for the 10 to 12 minutes for the episode. Oh, yeah. And I like also the intros to those shows were Mm -hmm. super catchy. Oh, they were. Songs always like, get stuck in your head like there's just something about the opening song they just were really good at writing like catchy songs that just the moment you hear it you're like i know exactly what that show is and you get excited from the moment that you hear the first note or whatever um so yeah they just they knew how to make make great shows back then they did did. i mean they did a phenomenal job yeah and when when you're talking about the openings like you, you think about it like people today could probably sing the jetsons opening or mm-hmm. sing like the Flintstone opening. And yep. I mean, I'm just thinking in my head right now and I can see the opening segment happen. Oh yeah. I mean, it's just so iconic and it, I don't know, it just stays with you. It does. And like I said, I'd say those songs to this day are probably some of the most memorable songs. Like you said, there's people our age, definitely our age and older that recognize those songs. And to this day are like, I love those songs. And I love those shows. So they're just Absolutely. very iconic shows. I know this isn't old, but it still fits into what we're talking about right now. I think you saw it. Did you see the new Scooby-Doo movie, Scoob, when they're kid? Uh, I did. I really, I actually really enjoyed that one. And towards the end, when they showed all the different, a bunch of the different Hanna-Barbera stuff, yeah, I thought they did lots of really cool tributes to Hanna-Barbera and um, did. had lots. And that's of- what I liked about it. And uh, even the uh, the Tom and Jerry movie that came out. They did the same thing, and I was hoping they would open up more of that Hanna Barbera um, mm-hmm. universe. Yes, and do more of it because you saw a lot more of it. Even um, oh, what was the WV movie? Um, Space Jam with LeBron James. Oh yeah, yeah. They opened up a huge WB world. Like Space Ghost is in the audience, and all of these other characters that have been kind of lost and haven't been, you know, mm-hmm. in a movie or TV show in decades. Oh yeah, showed up. And I got some excitement, like hoping they would start to bring some of that back and maybe revitalize some of those lost cartoons. Oh yeah, um, nothing yet, but nothing. I, mean, I still, at least I still have hope. Yeah, I still have hope, though. I'm, I still have hope I that have hope. we'll get something because there's so many movies and things that you can do with Hanna Barbera and WB. Like, there's so much. Oh yeah, so we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see. Only time will tell. I'm just saying, uh, a Space Ghost movie. I'm in. That would be awesome. I would. That's all uh, I need. Oh yeah, you're definitely. I would say that's one of your top. As as long as I know you have, oh, you have been big on Space Ghost. That's oh, I love like, Space Ghost. Since I've known you, yeah, Space Ghost. Has Absolutely. Just been there. But it's it's an awesome show. It was a fun show. Like I I I do love it. So I I definitely know why. 
I mean, the characters, like, they created these characters that are just so, I don't know, not necessarily just relatable, but Mm -hmm. so easy to get, like, involved in. Yep. And they did that really well throughout so many cartoons that they made. Yeah. And even some less known ones, but they just did a phenomenal job about character development, building these characters that kids or adults or whoever is watching would just dive into and immediately be hooked into an episode. Oh, yeah. Who was your favorite character on Space Ghost? I mean, Space Ghost. Space Ghost? Okay. I mean, Space Ghost, obviously. He is awesome. Definitely. Yeah. It's definitely Space Ghost. Now, if we talk about later on, it's still Space Ghost, but we can talk about this later. When you get into, like, Space Ghost, Coast to Coast. Yeah. Still love Space Ghost, but, I mean, you have to have some love for Brack. Oh, yeah. It's like, you you gotta have a little love for him, but... Other than that, no, I I like Space Ghost by far. Yeah. No, if they made a Space Ghost movie or something, that'd be... If they made a live-action Space Ghost, but they did it right, that'd be awesome, too. Yeah, I just don't know how you could do it right. Like, There's probably ways, but every time they do an awesome cartoon, make an adaptation of it, live-action, it sucks. Mm -hmm. I mean, Speed Racer, for one. Dragon Ball (laughs) C... Like, um, Avatar, The Last Airbender. Those were all not good. Yeah, I remember going to see the Dragon Ball Z when it came out. I was so excited for it, and then I walked out going, what did I... Uh, Piccolo was the best thing, I think. Piccolo actually looked cool, if I remember correctly. I think that was the best thing, but other than that movie was horrible. Just keep it as a awesome, like, redone cartoon. Yes. Or even like how the Tom and Jerry did it, where they did the live action mix with the cartoon universe. I thought that blended really well. And that was an entertaining movie. I actually need to watch okay. it. I have not seen the new Tom no? and Jerry. No, it's good. Not. It's good to watch. I'll definitely have to watch it and I'll let you know what I think. Yeah. I, I think I maybe started it, but didn't okay. finish it. I don't know why, but I'll have to watch it's, it. It's worth it. It's got that like old school feel to it, but I think it's really hard to take a cartoon that people know and love and have you know, watch for decades and generations in some cases mm-hmm. and then try to put a live action spin on it. Yep. It just doesn't always work. Yep. And now you're thinking of like, okay, the character, you know, I love and I've watched for years and years and years looks like this. Mm-hmm. And then you do a live action adaptation and it's just never the same. Yep. But if you put like a high budget, high quality cartoon, like, you know, redo revitalization of it in a cartoon form, I'm all about that. Oh, yeah. And and still going on older older shows. I know we're going to continue and move on to probably like the newer going into 90s yep. and all that. But um, another thing that since we're still kind of on the old cartoons that I really enjoyed, I think came on mostly evening. Was it evening night? And that was Acme Hour that came on Cartoon Network. Mm-hmm. I oh, love yeah. Acme Hour. Um, I would watch it. I'd get excited. I would always make sure that no one was watching the TV when Acme Hour came on. So I just loved it and had just a bunch of like the Looney Tunes characters and a bunch of shorts and different things. And that was such a great, great hour of my life. Um, I wish they still did Acme Hour, but it's not a thing anymore. But at least I can still watch all those old cartoons if I want. But there's just something about it when it came on and just the opening for Acme Hour and kind of learning a little bit about the cartoons and stuff. I thought it was super cool. Yeah, I know you watched it. It was such a great show. I loved it. And it 
I think it aired from like 95 to 2003 was when Acme Hour yeah. was was big. But I said I always made sure that that hour no one was watching TV because I had to watch my Acme Hour. Absolutely. Man, I was the same way. There was one, I think it was like 96, 97. I can't remember the exact name of it, but it was on Sundays. And it was like the mystery segment. And it was like a two-hour block. And it was like stuff like Scooby-Doo. And then one that was, it was kind of a knockoff of Scooby-Doo, but I still liked it, was Jabberjaw. Oh, yeah, Jabberjaw, yep. That one? So it was kind of like the same format as Scooby-Doo, but yep. with a shark. Um, yep. And those type of things. I remember like the, they'd always do these really cool commercial segments, I guess, in between and make it all, you know, like the 1920s detective feel mm-hmm. and just, it felt different. Yeah. And like you got into that block and it was the same thing with the Acme hour, but you got into that block of cartoons or shows or whatever for an hour or two hours. And you felt like you were in a different channel, a different place. Oh yeah. Because it themed it and they, they did a really good job of the theming and then the shows came on and obviously the shows were awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't know if they really do stuff like that anymore. I mean, I don't unfortunately watch, you know, Nickelodeon Hurt Network yeah, any of that I, anymore. I don't want it too much, but I'm about 99.9% sure they don't. <laughs> but I, I miss those like segment blocks mm-hmm. that you'd run into. Like uh, they'd always do like uh, Nickelodeon even did it with like different after school blocks mm-hmm. of cartoons. Like you pick live uh, mm-hmm. and then uh, stick stickly. That was another Nickelodeon yep. one. Uh, in the 90s and then Cartoon Network did it with you know your acne hour and the mystery hours and all that stuff which were great uh, I even remember one like way late at, it was probably like way late for five-year-old but you know eight o'clock or so they would do Popeye oh yeah for, like an hour or two you can't and just little Popeye I mean that that's where I found my full I guess love and appreciation for a lot of those old cartoons Mm-hmm. that you know my parents grew up with but i i love them just as much if not more mm-hmm. because we were able to consume them almost all the time at that time because i mean you had this progression of it was only cable network channels and only on at certain times of the week and usually it was saturday mornings mm-hmm. and then you start going into cartoon network that starts airing them more more time slots because it's a dedicated network to cartoons yeah now we get to the new phase, which is you can consume any media at any time, no matter where you're at. Yep. So, like, it's great that we've gotten to the point, like, okay, now I can watch cartoons on one channel, and here's all my favorite cartoons. Great. But now you can just say, I really want to watch Space Ghost, and you can watch all of it back to back to back and just watch an entire marathon of it if you wanted to. Oh, and it's yeah. cool to see that progression, and now you're able to consume that content that you really liked as a kid or even you know, show the next generation uh, that's watching cartoons and everything, all this amazing stuff as well. So it, it's really cool how that progression has come. And I, without Cartoon Network, I wouldn't have the appreciation for those shows from, you know, the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Oh, because yeah. Because there wouldn't have been a way to show them to us. Oh, yes. No, I, I agree 100%. I know, I know you were speaking on, you know, it's just like, you know, your parents would know what those cartoons are. No, I, I can definitely ag- agree with that. I'm like, um, Cause you know, obviously, my mom didn't really watch much cartoons, but you know, like the older cartoons that that we were talking about. You know, my mom she she was born in Mexico and uh, grew up in and you know grew up in Mexico, but she watched those cartoons as a kid. Yeah, obviously it was in Spanish, but she still knew those cartoons. 
So it was still cool, you know, for her to whenever sometimes I'd be watching it, she would come and sit and watch with me because she knew those cartoons and she knew those characters. And it was a exactly. cool moment. You know, it's like, oh, well, my mom's watching cartoons with me and it'd bring her back to being a child. Um, and it's just something cool. Just, yeah, there's that appreciation for it. So yep. it's just some cool moments too, just to be able to like watch cartoons with my mom that she saw as a child that she loved yep. and appreciated. So I don't know. There's just there's definitely that with the cartoons as well. Those older ones. Absolutely. It's a generation. And I think that's the coolest part. And now, like going into the next stage of Cartoon Network, that really kickstarted them. You know, having that amazing catalog mm-hmm. of Hanna Barbera cartoons, and you know stuff like Speed Racer and all that. And then you start getting a little bit later. I know they also had Captain Planet. Yeah. Which yeah. I don't know if you're a big Captain Planet guy, but I definitely definitely watched my fair share. I definitely did watch the a good fair share of Captain Planet, one hundred percent. I feel like every nineties kid watched Captain Planet. Oh, definitely. <laughs> we're saving the Earth. Definitely. I mean, they were all really cool, except for the the Heart Kid. I mean, you oh, get yeah. wind, fire, water, and then you got Heart. Yeah, you know. Wind, fire, water, Earth, Heart. Oh, really? Heart. But you know, I guess that you know. Like, oh, okay. He had something, I guess. You know, yeah, you know, I mean, good for him. There's always that one character that you're like, oh man, <laughs> he got jet. Yeah, exactly. It's like, like oh, where, what, what straw did you pull to get heart? Yeah, like the one going from that era, and then you go into like where Cartoon Network started making their own, you know, first party shows. Mm-hmm. And that's, I mean, there's some awesome shows that they came out with. Oh, some yeah. of them are very weird. Yeah. But there's some amazing shows that I mean it. Oh, I mean, what what's your favorite of that era? We talk about '90s first party, like Cartoon Network made cartoons. Yeah, um, what's your gonna, favorite? Uh, there's a lot. I'm gonna go with this one. There's gonna be obvious reasons behind it, but it's one of my favorite. And uh, you're probably gonna laugh, but it's okay. And that's Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Oh yeah. <laughs> Um, that was one of my favorite. That show actually came out ninety nine, but still, it's yep. close. Yeah, nineties. No, it, it counts. Ended, no, no, it counts. It counts. November eighth, two thousand nine is when it ended. Um, but that was one of my favorite shows. I loved it. Obviously, the show is called Ed, Ed and Eddie. I'm Ed. Um, I'm definitely a combination of the three. I'm probably more Eddie than any of them, but that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, yeah, and, I can yeah. see that. And if you don't know, if you never heard that show, Ed, Ed and Eddie. They're three best friends. All of them have very different personalities. You have Ed, who was kind of the, he was the greedy one. He always wanted money. He's always trying to scam people into giving him money so he can get jawbreakers. That was always the main plot of the show was oh, like, yeah. scam people, get money to get jawbreakers. But obviously, they would always never get the money they need to get jawbreakers. It'd be very rare if they got a jawbreaker. But then you had, Double D, who was Ed with two D's in his name, he was kind of the more, he was the nerdy one, more of the quiet, reserved one. And then you had Eddie, who was just the idiot of the group. Um, so I was the only combination of three, but I'm going to say I'm more Eddie. Um, I, but, you know, every once in a while I can be smart, but, you know, not all the, you know, whatever. It happens sometimes. You can ask my wife, maybe. But they'd go get their jawbreakers or try, and they just do all these scams. It's just a stupid show. You had other um characters they that were in there ralph he was one of my favorite ones he was the foreign kid that lived there um he like raised animal and stuff and he called them ed boy um and then you had plank 
which I actually did make a plank when I was in middle school. I decided to make plank and I actually brought him to school for a few days, which was, nice. uh, yeah. And if you don't know who plank is, there's this character. He was kind of a weird kid who had taught, he had like a two by four and he drew like a face on it and he would talk to it all the time. And I was like his imaginary friend, I guess. And he would carry a plank around everywhere. And I thought it'd be hilarious if I made my own plank and take it to school. So I was definitely that kid that brought, um, nice. yeah, a piece of wood to school and talked to Heck it yeah. because I thought it would be cool. But it was such a fun show. It was just stupid slapstick style humor. It was definitely stupid. Very stupid. But it was it was awesome. And it was very 90s, very Cartoon Network. And it was such mm-hmm. a great show. Super fun. I loved it. Um, and I, like I said... Ed, Ed, and Eddie. I'm Ed. To this day, when people meet me, if they've seen the show, they're like, oh, have you seen Ed, Ed, and Eddie? And I'm like, yes, I have seen Ed, Ed, and Eddie. And they're like, <laughs> oh, that's awesome, because which one are you? Which Ed are you? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm probably a combination of all three, but it happens all the time. So if you ever meet me, yes, I have seen Ed, Ed, and Eddie. And there you go. which one am I? I'm all three. So there you go. Oh, yeah. But anyways, yeah. What's yours? Know. Man. So I never really watched Ed and that much. Um, I'm going to be honest. I thought it was stupid. It is. It definitely was. Okay. So I've watched some episodes, but I, I thought it was stupid. So It, it is. But anyways, uh, the one I probably watched the most was Dexter's Lab. Dexter's Lab is up there for me, too. So I, Dexter's I Laboratory that. was... So good. The I mean, the the different episodes, the opening was phenomenal. We talk about opening segments and opening mm-hmm. music and everything. Amazing. I mean, one of the best of that era. Mm-hmm. But the episode content, even the like the small little cartoons in the middle of the two episodes mm-hmm. were fantastic. Yep. Like the whole show just like it, it brought in that 90s element, but also paid homage to like the old Hanna-Barbera cartoons of the past mm-hmm. where it did that like two episodes and then a little small segment in the middle, but still had the same type of feel to it. Uh, still added that nineties, you know, charm, if you want to call it charm to it as well. Uh, but I mean, I still quote some of the episodes from Dexter's lab and I think we've talked about this before on a podcast yeah. too, but I mean, it's just that that would be of the nineties. Probably for me, the quintessential Cartoon Network 90s show. Oh, yeah. For me. Now, I think one of their best, I, don't quote me on it, but definitely one of the most popular was probably Powerpuff Girls. Oh, yeah. Like, no. that probably had to be, if it wasn't their top show, it was definitely up there. Because uh, I brought a ton of people to Cartoon Network. Mm-hmm. And that show was massive. Everyone had Powerpuff Girls shirts, dressed up them dressed up as them as Halloween. Like it was just a huge craze. And I, I watched, you know, a couple episodes, but that wasn't really my, my thing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, of that era, I think Dexter's lab definitely has to be up there too for one of their most popular. Oh yeah. No, it was such a fun show. Like yeah, this, <laughs> this little, this little kid who hides this massive lab inside his house how mm-hmm. I have no idea, but he did, and he yeah. Was... How the parents not notice with the energy bill? I mean, yeah, that energy on. bill must be crazy. <laughs> I, I didn't. Well, as a kid, I didn't think about that, but yeah, man, no. like 
I really want to know how much. I wonder if Google would kind of be like. <laughs> There's definitely someone out there on the internet that has calculated the estimated cost of the electricity used in Dexter's lab for the equivalent of what 90s electricity went for and Let's... has an estimate of it. There's no way there's not. Are you looking it up? Yeah. I, oh, I th- and I actually did find something. So it says here, I, I guess it must have been an episode, um, but um, yeah, Arnie is an electrician that works for an unknown electric company and his only appearance mom called arnie to come and fix the electricity at her house while in the fuse box in the garage arnie sees a strange wired label exhaust and follows it to dexter's lab where he sees it running and i think that's his poor state arnie gets to work on improving the efficiency in dexter's lab and computer reports that the machines are running at maximum power however because dexter's lab uses the most amount of electricity arnie showed mom the bill totaling up to forty thousand dollars to which she pays in pennies. <laughs> um, $40,000 bill was their electric oh, bill. That's fantastic. In but pennies. In pennies. I would hate them if they paid me $40,000 in pennies. That is a lot of pennies. Please tell me the pennies were delivered in a wheelbarrow. You, I feel Please. that's the only way. To, I'm sure it was because I feel that's the, and that's the only way to deliver pennies is in a wheelbarrow. There's no other way. I mean, besides a dump truck, how else yeah. are you supposed to get someone $40,000 in pennies? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. You got to do the wheelbarrow. That's what I always think of is like... It's wheelbarrow. That's it. And if it is a dump truck, it's like they dump the pennies on top of the on top of the guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Like, here you go, and like they're unusually large pockets. Yeah. Explode $40,000 of pennies. Oh, yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, I I do remember. Yeah, no, Dexter's Lab, Powerpuff Girls, great show. I remember like growing up. If you were a like, I remember you know, girls when we were in grade school, they wanted to be Powerpuff Girls. That was like their dream was they want to be the Powerpuff Girls. Heck yeah! Oh, like, definitely. I didn't meet a girl that didn't want to be a Powerpuff Girl. Oh, no, every girl in that time frame definitely wanted to be. Yeah, which is, I mean, which is really cool because it was the first time you really got to see something like that, mm-hmm. especially as like a lead female show. Yep. Um, I mean, it was good. It just wasn't my thing. I mean, I was, I was into a lot of other shows at that time. So yeah, like I watched it some, um, not a lot, yeah. a lot. I know my wife. I think she watched Powerpuff Girls a lot. Yeah. But I would say if I had to choose like a villain that I really, I enjoyed Mojo Jojo. He was my favorite. The monkey. Oh yeah, he's a cool the, villain. He was. He was a really cool villain. Um, and he was really smart, so I, I, yeah, Mojo Jojo's my villain. But, Absolutely. Um, did you ever watch uh, Cow and Chicken on it on, on the Cartoon Network? Yeah, I was gonna mention it I, a little bit. Again, it's the same thing as Ed and Eddie for me. It was too stupid. Oh, that one was a weird. It was a weird show. <laughs> it was super. It was weird. so weird. Like I, I, I could get into edit any more mm-hmm. than I could cow and chicken. Cow and chicken, I just could never get into. Yeah, I think cow and chicken though was one of the last cartoons that would come on though before I think Adult Swim would hit. Um, just because I think mm-hmm. it was one of yes, the more it was crazy adult like adult yeah. humor, dirty, funny humor that would go over mm-hmm. as a kid, but. Yeah, I think that would be one of the final shows, and then it would go into uh, Adult Swim. I believe it was. Which Adult Swim yeah. was fantastic. Uh, great, but 
Yeah, that one. I mean, it was like the Ren and Stimpy of Cartoon Network. In my oh, opinion. it was. Like, it was 100%. Like, it was definitely at that line of like, this is a kid's show, but is it really? Uh, like, definitely. Is it really? Yeah, definitely. You watch not. it now and you're like, whoa. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I look at it and I'm like, whoa, how did I not catch like 99%? Yeah, it did not age well at all. But, but uh, it, was a, it was it was a fun show. Didn't watch it all the time, but it was, a, I did watch it. It was there. It was there. Uh, how about uh, Johnny Bravo? Did you do some Johnny Bravo? I did watch some Johnny Bravo. I wasn't the biggest fan of Johnny Bravo, um, but I did think it was funny. I did watch quite a bit of it. I mean, it it went on for a long time, so I I did enjoy it. It just it was definitely not my favorite show of the time. Yeah, Johnny Bravo, and like I say, if you don't know Johnny Bravo, he was this like big like guy works out, had this crazy hairdo, um, and he kind of I don't know. They definitely took Elvis was definitely oh, yeah. a big part of his uh his personality. He he talked like Elvis would. And that was kind of part of his personality. But uh, it was a fun show, and he would always get beat up by women. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He definitely, uh, again, another show that did not age that well. It, no, definitely. You would not have a show where you have a guy like that that hits on women all the time and gets smacked in the face. Yeah. You're on a cartoon network or Nickelodeon or anything in yep. this day and age. Yep. Yeah. But for a 90s, it was great. I oh, mean, it was, was great. It was a funny show. I did enjoy it. It just it, it wasn't my go-to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. Um, but I'm, I'm trying to look at other shows too that aren't cartoon because there's just so many. Um, I I'm just trying to think of me what. like in that time frame. And this actually was one of the shows that ended up helping spawn Adult Swim was Space Ghost Coast to Coast. Mm-hmm. So it was one of the first adaptations where they took one of these old, you know, Hanna Barbera cartoons. It made like a newer, more adult centric show with these characters. Uh, and Space Coast Coast to Coast, if you're not familiar with it, is basically it's a cartoon, but it's a talk show. And they'd have like a little screen monitor and they would have tons of awesome guests on there. Uh, I mean, they've had everybody from like Jim Carrey, Hulk Hogan, Weird Al was on it. I do love me some uh, Weird Al. Like they had so many. I was watching some the other day. And they have so many different ones. They would do like two or three interviews uh, an episode. And then you'd have all the other crazy stuff uh, between Zorak and Brack and all the other characters and different antics. But basically, it was just a night talk show with Space Ghost as the host. Yep. Um, and then whatever guest. And I, even at like four, five, six years old when it first aired, because it came out in 93. I didn't realize it was 93 when it came out. Um I loved it. And even today, it's still, to me, it holds up uh, pretty well. It's still funny. Uh, it's still, you know, the awkward 90s humor. Uh, it's cool seeing a lot of the, you know, the old celebrities doing kind of an interview style show mm-hmm. back then. I forgot. Didn't uh, they... Even as a kid, I absolutely loved Space Ghost Coast to Coast. Oh, it, was a, it was such a fun show. I definitely um, it was. did watch some. Didn't they try to, didn't they bring it back or try bringing back space ghost goes coast to coast not too long ago while we were in college or something i thought they did yeah so uh, apparently i need to look into it more so it started in 93 and it says the end date's 11 2011 so i don't know if they had like a revitalization of it or something or if it just kept airing until then i don't remember the ones i've definitely watched were from the 90s mm-hmm. 
but yeah, I'd have to look. I'm not too sure. Yeah, because I feel like I remember something like, because I remember you're like, oh crap, Space Ghost is coming back, and I remember you being excited about it. So there was that, and then they also in that same time they did the Thundercats uh, reboot. Uh, yeah, I still need to watch the Thundercat, the Thundercats reboot. It's 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 good. It's not original, but it's good. Yeah. Oh, I almost forgot about this show. Um, it was it came out in two thousand three, but I think uh, you'll agree that it was a great show, and it came out on Cartoon Network, and that is Teen Titans. Oh yeah. Like that yeah, was yeah. That spawned a ton of stuff. It did. I yeah, Teen Titans was Cartoon Network is amazing. Like yeah, you, they, Teen Titans still they have Teen Titans Go, which is the reboot, and it still does have uh, the the same um cast doing the voices but it's more stupid dumb humor it's not mm-hmm. what the original teen titan was teen titans was amazing like it had a really good deep story um it it had it obviously had its funny moments but it had a lot of depth to it and like some really great episodes and really great stories um and it's just such an iconic such an iconic show i think for dc um when you think of teen yeah. titans that i, I where it all started i'd say for me is watching it on cartoon network where i was introduced to the teen titans absolutely yeah and i mean that show has had so many spinoffs mm-hmm. and has really like i think it put the teen titans and those characters on the map mm-hmm. yeah absolutely because like i said that that was my first introduction to teen titans and now it's like there's so many teen titans everything like you you can go on max and watch teen titans and all the different spinoffs and you got the mm-hmm. live action titans which i haven't watched yet i need to it's good i enjoyed it but that was that was a great show back in the day i i, I do love me some teen i need to go back through and watch teen titans it's There's been a cool. while and also yeah, that, was that one had another awesome opening and the song was super catchy as well mm-hmm. but what were you saying sorry i cut you off no, no no you're good you're good uh so i was looking at space ghost real quick to go backtrack yeah, they didn't do any revitalization or anything oh. of it in that time. They did a couple more seasons from 06 to 08, then they ran some episodes, and then it completely went off air in 2011. Sad day. Yeah, I know. Is, They've tried to bring it back, but it's never fully come back. Is there a, anywhere to watch Space Ghost, Coast to Coast? I was looking. Uh, it's not on Max. Uh, I found some episodes on YouTube. You can find a few there. Uh, otherwise, you can like buy the DVD sets. But other than that, I was not able to find a streaming service that had it. That's that because I haven't watched Space Ghost go coast to coast in a long time. It was a fun show, but I need to rewatch it. I just need to figure out where to watch it. But that'd be a fun show yeah. to get back to get back into because it's been years since Absolutely. I've watched it. Yeah, I watched a couple episodes on YouTube, and it, it is it's still entertaining and it's still <laughs> funny and it still has that quirky humor to it. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Oh my! Oh yeah, another one that I think was an awesome show, and I think you would agree. And it came on. Did it come on? I think it eventually came on Adult Swim, but it came on I think definitely at night. But it might have just been on Adult Swim, and that's um Samurai Jack. Uh, I think Samurai Jack was Toonami, or not Adult Swim. Yeah, I'm thinking Toonami. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Samurai Jack is a really well done show. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch it until recently. I didn't really watch it 
when it aired. Uh, and I was watching it. I actually watched it a few years ago. That is a really good show. Like the the cartoon and animation's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. The music's phenomenal. The storylines are amazing. Like it's just a well done show that aired on Cartoon Network. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was definitely one of them. And they did uh, bring back. I think they did what one season in a, a couple years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Like the final season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they. I guess tied up all the loose ends or whatever, but yeah, I do remember that was pretty cool whenever that happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just Cartoon Network's had some of those where they've put on these amazing shows that are really like they're cartoons, but they're not necessarily like kids' cartoons. Mm-hmm. Like I think Samurai Jack is definitely one of them, and the other one I always think of when I when I talk about that would be the Clone Wars cartoon. Oh yeah, Clone Wars. Yep, yep. It's also a Cartoon Network exclusive, and that is an incredible show. I still for being a kids cartoon. I still need to get through Clone Wars. I've been saying it for years. I need, but I actually do need to get through Clone Wars. I've started it, but I haven't finished it. Man, it is so good. Like one, just the the animation's phenomenal. Yeah, the storylines are incredible. They have multiple times in that show where it's like three, four, five episode stints, where it's like a big story, almost like a big movie. And, and also, I mean, it's just... Yeah. Also, like that, yeah, go for it. No, no, I, you can go ahead. I can say in a second, but go ahead. No, you're good. Yeah, it was just, it's one of those shows where it feels like it's small movies, and it always builds towards something. Mm-hmm. And the, the universe they made inside of like the Clone Wars, after the Clone Wars movie, uh, was just... I mean, it was something that was a big gap in the movies between two and three. Mm-hmm. Um, and that filled everything. And there's so many characters that come back from the second movie. Uh, there's so many storylines that come out of it. There's so many characters that came out of that movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, you think of, or a show, you think of like Ahsoka Tano, yep. who has her own TV show now and made multiple appearances. Now this big Star Wars character, that's where she got her start. That was her introduction, was mm-hmm. the Clone Wars TV show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, go go for it. Yeah, no, I was just going to say, I feel like I, I need to watch Clone Wars just because I, I just feel and, and know that just in the Star Wars universe, Clone Wars is such an important time in Star mm-hmm. Wars. And I know it explains so much and there's a lot that comes from Clone Wars. And that's why I just I need to watch Clone Wars just because I know it'll, um, there's just so much to the Clone Wars and just like yeah. in the Star Wars lore and history, the Clone Wars was definitely a really big part of star Wars. So I really need to watch it. Yeah. And then, you know, like you said, you got all these characters that now have their own shows that started in clone wars. It's crazy how this show that started with, that was for quote unquote kids is now, you know, having these live action shows that are more adult oriented Mm -hmm. and super cool that that's, that's the thing. Absolutely. I mean, it was so good. Like even when um, Disney plus came around, they made the seventh and final season for the show. Mm-hmm. Even, you know, I think it was six, seven years after it stopped airing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they made the seventh season for it. So it's absolutely, if you're a Star Wars fan, that is 100% a show to watch. Uh, amazing production value, phenomenal stories. Definitely worth the watch. Uh, really, really good. Yeah. But that, I mean, that's just the crazy thing about Cartoon Network is they had shows like that. Like you were saying, Samurai Jack, and The Clone Wars, which are these just way too good than they should be yep. type of shows. And then you have all these just amazing, nostalgic, just fun shows like your Johnny Bravo's, your Cow and Chickens, mm-hmm. uh, your Dexter's Labs, 
And then even later on, I mean, there were shows that this is kind of the end of when I started, stopped watching necessarily. Um, I know you had like Courage the Cowardly Dog, which I definitely watched. Uh, you had, uh, what was it? Foster's Home for Imaginary yeah. Friends. I was like right at the end of really when I was starting to watch, stopping to watch Cartoon Network. Um, but I mean, they they did an amazing job of building a brand and having just amazing shows, whether it was, you know, properties they already owned with Hanna-Barbera cartoons or whether it was properties that they created like Dexter's Laboratory. Uh, and then, I mean, we can't talk about Cartoon Network without talking about Toonami. Oh, yeah. Like, Toonami was awesome. Like, if you're not familiar with Toonami, it's basically like the the higher action or more anime-style shows. Mm-hmm. And it was usually an afternoon block. Now it's come back, and it's a night block on a Adult Swim that's more anime-based. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then it was... You know, all sorts of different, more high action cartoons. And that's where I first started watching like Thundercats. Oh, yeah. Uh, Gundam. Yeah, uh, Dragon Ball. Oh, Dragon Ball Z. Yep. Oh, yeah. Like, I think anyone in the US who watched Dragon Ball Z, that's where they first found most people probably first found out on Toonami. Oh, yeah. I feel like really that was really the only exposure that we had in the United States really was to anime was really, if you watch Toonami. Toonami. Absolutely. Yeah, because anime just wasn't a thing. Now these days, anime has exploded. Everywhere. Everyone watches it. Like, there's so many streaming sites now for anime. Like, anime is everywhere, which is awesome. It's so awesome that it's finally big here. But yeah, when we were kids growing up, anime um, was just not a thing. And if you did watch anime, you're like considered weird and whatnot but everyone loved like everyone loved dragon ball z and stuff oh yeah yeah i still love dragon ball z it's still a great show i love it absolutely yeah i remember watching it you know going in my teenage years dragon ball z was big and i remember watching like my favorite saga was the boo saga oh 100 i I would absolutely just watch and love the boo saga and watch every episode and the the only issue i had with it was it would sometimes be out of order (laughs) <laughs> and sometimes they wouldn't finish the series and they jumped to something else and that would always throw you off. Um, so I watched them, ended up watching them like back to back to back later on. Yeah, no. Uh, off of Toonami, but I mean, I, I think everyone's exposure of it, I think that's what made Dragon Ball Z so popular in the States. Oh, it yeah. had to be too. Oh yeah, 100%. I, like I said, Boo Saga was definitely one of my top favorite, but definitely mm-hmm. one of the most frustrating, as you said, in the sense that it would take five, what, I don't know how many episodes uh, it took for Goku, Goku to finally <laughs> release his Spirit Bomb. And I think it actually, it, it didn't do I think it, it was five. Episodes. Yeah, it was like five episodes. You just see Goku up there, like, getting the Spirit Bomb. It's like, is he going to, when's he going to release it? When's he going to do it? Yeah. Like, until next cool. time, next time on Dragon Ball Z. And like, oh, and yeah. You, you'll be at your friend's house and then it's like over and then you're yelling at the TV because you're angry because you just want to yep. know what happens, but you have to stay tuned. That's but, yeah. Like an hour block was not enough. Like I needed way more and I needed more consistent. I needed to see what happened because boo changed so many times. Yep. He like dodged this spirit bomb that took five episodes to build. Yeah. yeah which was really disappointing. <laughs> It was. It was. It's like I waited five episodes for that. Yeah, for that. Uh, Time wasted. Uh, not really. But yeah. No, it's so great. The Thundercats. Like. Yep. Toonami was was legit, and I'm I. You can't go wrong with Toonami. It it was no. cool. Like yeah. 
I, and I think that's my favorite thing. Cause I loved, like we talked about last week, I loved Nickelodeon and that was definitely one of my favorite cartoon channels growing up, but you have to appreciate cartoon network for what they did for bringing the old nostalgic, amazing cartoons from the 60s, 70s, 80s era mm-hmm. and bringing it to a new audience and revitalizing them. Like yeah. we, we might need to do another podcast and talk more about like after hours yeah. Nickelodeon and after hours Cartoon Network and do that as like a lump episode because mm-hmm. there's so much to talk about with Nick and Knight and Adult Swim. Oh yeah. But they took these properties and also made that and made like an adult version of these cartoons. And then that inspired them to make their own cartoons. And then you have these, you know, little bits of the old Hanna-Barbera cartoons and the new cartoons. Mm-hmm. And that's just spawned into what we have now. Yeah. And then you have Toonami that's bringing these, you know, incredible animes and these awesome, you know, 80 shows to us uh, that we wouldn't have had normally. Yep. And it's, you know, giving these shows new life to a new audience and a new generation. Mm-hmm. No, I and agree. I think Cartoon Network was one of the only ones really doing that. Yeah. Nickelodeon was all pretty much their own in-house stuff. Mm-hmm. Disney Channel was pretty much all their own in-house stuff. Now, Disney Channel did bring out some of their old cartoons, um, but that was more of their revitalization of a lot of their properties yep. where you had tailspin and rescue rangers and those are more 90s based yep yeah no but you have to appreciate cartoon network oh yeah no cartoon network they did a lot for cartoons and just uh Mm -hmm. keeping those old cartoons alive and they're still alive today um like you know i love nickelodeon but if i was to choose which one like don't get me wrong nickelodeon i love nickelodeon a lot but i'd say cartoon network um they to me they're probably they're the number one when it came to cartoons and animation and just the different the shows and the stories that they came out with were amazing so i'm gonna give it to cartoon network um and i don't watch cartoon network really now anymore but i still feel that cartoon network probably has more going for it than nickelodeon so i still feel cartoon network still kind of doing it these days i really i mean you still have you know adult swim you still have tsunami and yeah. I mean, Adult Swim is still thriving. I mean, oh, obviously yeah. because of Rick and, Rick and Morty. I mean, yeah. that's definitely their best show. But you still have Adult Swim that's still up there and still doing phenomenal. And um, and I guess thinking about it, when it comes to like Adult Swim, the people that are watching it were literally the kids, the '90s kids growing up. We are still yeah. the ones watching the Adult Swim. It's still the same kids, but we're just adults now. Ab- yeah, absolutely. So they still have their old fan base plus the new you know base of kids which is really cool so cartoon network's still doing something right it's different but hey there's there's it's different but i I mean i'm a huge rick and morty fan so yeah i'm I'm still watching cartoon network more than any other channel if we had to look at it that way so oh yeah no same i yeah they they still figured it out nickelodeon i don't know what they're it's literally just spongebob and i don't even know anymore what else but cartoon network they've got yeah they've got tsunami adult swim they're still cranking out some even some of their newer cartoons aren't terrible, I guess. I don't really, I don't even know what their newer stuff is. I don't either. I haven't watched it so long. But they, they're still cranking out stuff on, like, Nickelodeon, which I don't know if they're even cranking anything new out. But I know we're running probably really short on time, but I know we, you want to mention, like, video games. So is there any do. Cartoon Network video games that, that you played a lot? Or okay. One so of your favorites? Here, here's basically the one I want to talk about. And it's it, it ended up it's a web based flash game, so we're, we'll go that route. But there was something I don't know if you remember Cartoon Orbit. Uh, let me look it up. Ooh. 
Cartoon. So Cartoon Orbit came out like the early 2000s, and it was one of their basically online game things that they came out with on their site. Now, the one I specifically remember, and I played it a ton, and they really latched on to the craze at the time, because it's 2002, it was called G-Tunes. And it was basically their digital collectible battling card game. And you would collect all these different, like, they look like little, like, digital pogs, basically, mm -hmm. of all these Cartoon Network characters from present and and past. And you would have different battling. There'd be different times to get them. I remember one specifically where you got, like, multiple special ones if you logged in on Christmas Day of 2002. Mm -hmm. And I remember, like, the first thing I did before even going to look at the tree was log onto the computer and download those. Because I wanted the special uh, cards and tokens that you got for logging in on Christmas Day. And they did a lot of cool stuff like that. It was a really cool site. It was a fun game. I was addicted to it, but I was big into those battling card games at the time. With like Pokemon and Magic and Yu-Gi-Oh! So it really hit me. Um, But it lasted for a few years and then closed. But I played that one a lot. I'm looking at it. I can't really. Remember. I feel like I vaguely like have a very vague memory of it. Looking, yeah. at it, but I can't fully remember it. Uh, the G Tune thing, like that, looks kind of familiar. So I'm pretty sure I played. Mm-hmm. I just I can't fully remember it. You probably did. I didn't know a lot of people that played it necessarily. I was really big into it. Like that was one of those come home from school and that's the first thing I did was log on to Cartoon Orbit and go to my G Tunes account and download the new stuff or whatever yeah uh and it was a fun game it was just a battling you know card game basically yeah no uh, there's something about just those old websites and playing the flash games they're just great um Mm -hmm. i know like i went on cartoon network i'll talk about mine um that i really love which there's a lot of great games but one that i thought was really cool um was summer resort i don't know if you remember that game it was on cartoon no i don't yeah, it was like, I, I think they would always add to it, but it was a puzzle game where you got to interact with a bunch of different characters from different Cartoon Network shows. Um, and it was like an 8-bit adventure game. It's kind of, you get to go roam and explore this huge resort that all these characters would go and visit. And basically... Mm, okay. This looks familiar. Yeah, it was a very simple concept, but basically you would go find a character and they would have like a mission for you and you just had to help them out with all these different random tasks that they were needing help with and that was basically it um i think there was somewhat of like a online where you can i I can't remember if you could communicate with other people that were playing it but it was it was just super cool because it's just you know you had all the characters from all these shows that we love all in one game and i just thought it was super cool so that was one that i played a lot Um, okay just yeah, I barely really remember that one. I don't. I didn't play that one a lot. Yeah, that, and then I also loved uh, uh, Samurai Jack, Code of the Samurai. I played that. It was mm-hmm. a side-scroller. That was another Yeah, I do remember that one. Yeah. I think I, I was looking not too long ago, and you can still actually play some of the old Cartoon Network games. Really? I think it's an actual, like, legit cartoon network website wow uh let's see yeah if you go to the cartoonnetwork.com they've got you know all your flash games ben 10 adventure time 
Oh yeah, here it is. It's uh cartoonnetwork.co.uk. Oh. But they have new stuff, but I think they also have like retro cartoon network games on here. Yeah, they I see Foster's Home. Wow. Um yeah. Billy and Mandy, Ed, Ed and Eddie. Kids Next Door, Scooby-Doo and the Creepy Castle. Wow. So, if you want to play some old wow, okay. Cartoon Network games, there you go. Cartoonnetwork.co.uk. So, there you go. There you go. Man, hey, someone's trying to keep it alive. Hey, I'm all about it. I will gladly play the games if it keeps, <laughs> keeps it alive. I might be the That's, only one. That's fine. That uh, but if it's still alive, obviously there has to be pe- multiple people playing it. So, awesome! Oh, definitely, but man, man. Uh, we could keep going on Cartoon oh, Network. Yeah, one hundred percent. Well, that was definitely one of my things, and one of my favorite channels, and probably has some of my favorite because of the Hanna Barbera stuff. Yeah, has some of my favorite cartoons of all time on yep. there. So, yep. man, there's there's so much to talk about, but God, I mean, we're almost at. Yeah, we're, we're, we're actually, actually going to take an intermission and then we're going to talk about Disney and then we're going to talk about Fox Kids. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Fox Kids. That's a I forgot whole, about that one. Whole nother can of worms. Oh, yeah. And we we need to end it here before we keep going. You yeah, know? that was another wake up at seven in the morning as well. Oh, definitely. Kids WB. Yeah, Kids WB. Um, but man, yeah, I better stop before I just like want to talk about <laughs> all like Digimon, Power Rangers. Oh, yeah. Uh, That's some good stuff. But, you know, Cartoon Network. Cartoon Network. That's it. Man, that was, oh, there's some cool stuff. Hey, for y'all listening, please hit us up on Instagram. Tell us your favorite Cartoon Network show of uh, 90s, 2000s, whatever. Just let us know your favorite memory, your favorite show. We'd love to hear it. Um, Instagram is the best place to do that. We always try to post uh, every podcast release day, which is uh, 10 a.m. Central Time on Wednesdays. Um, definitely hit us up. We'd love to hear it. Definitely appreciate everybody for listening to the Odd Gaming Podcast. And uh, you have any last words before we uh we say goodbye? Uh, n- not really. Just uh, thanks to all our listeners. You guys are awesome. We enjoy doing this. And uh, just uh, stay tuned because we might have a couple podcasts where we are in person. Um, yeah. and we might actually have another another guest on our show like maybe maybe we'll see we'll see what happens but hey just keep on listening we've got lots of fun stuff that's That's all i got lots of fun stuff but thank y'all so much for listening to the odd gaming podcast i'm Stuart. that's ed peace out game on peace